Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Whether you like it or yes, you have to witness you cannot be a Christian who does not witness. We are the ones to be called witnesses. Rather, some people are being called witnesses. And when we hear that they are coming, then we are running away. But we are the witnesses. You must be called Jesus' witnesses. That shall be your name from today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for another time in your presence. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Please come and guide us into all truth. Let your will be done. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Wednesday service is for serious people. So if you are here tonight, you are a serious Christian. Shake the nearest serious Christian sitting by you. Turn with me to Leviticus. Chapter 6. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Leviticus chapter 6 verse 11 Amen. Amen Where are the butterflies? Pardon? Call them to come now The word is more important than their dancing we can decide not to see them dance. Cannot come to church and be dancing, dancing, dancing. It's like going to school and going to throw javelin <laughs> without learning. Sure. change, but we say yes. When we were in school, there was a guy, I mean, nothing. She knew could say him. So, so running, 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 running like that. Ah, hey. When he came for his results, they said, as they were giving him, they said, English, nine. As they say, say, why would you say, bro, from the dear? Yeah, yeah, dear. Math nine. Say, so you say, I'm going to turn it, dear. Yeah, yeah, dear. Hey. General science nine. Everything nine. Then they said, she won. <laughs> the guy shouted, yeah. He said, man, Casemina won with she. She did. Leviticus chapter 6 verse 11 And he shall put off his garments and put on other garments and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. 
it shall not be put out. And the priests shall burn wood on it every morning. And lay the burnt offerings in order upon it. And he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offerings. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. Hallelujah. Today I want to preach on how you can keep your fire burning. But last week I started talking to you about your fire must not go out. And uh, we read different scriptures why your fire must not go out. And uh, I remember we said that God hates people who are not on fire. Because he himself is a God on fire. So, we try to find out why we need to uh, keep our fire burning. And the first thing we said was what? To keep our conscience what? Awake. Hmm. I don't know whether the people who are here were the same people who were here last week. There was silence in heaven. (laughs) But to keep our conscience awake. And we said that if you are not on fire, your conscience is seared. And it just runs wild. It doesn't matter. I mean, everything is normal to you. Yeah. You watch pornography as if you are reading a year. (laughs) newspaper it is normal you watch these type of things normally because your conscience is seared you sin and you don't feel anything yeah I mean there is nothing yeah your conscience is seared when um, King um, was it Hezekiah, who was it that Isaiah went to tell him that, Charlie, you are about to die. (laughs) You need to put your house in order because you are about to die. Bible says that immediately the guy turned and faced the wall. Something just happened to the guy and he started crying to the Lord. It was something that moved God. That the Bible says that as Elijah was going, just before he left the, the courts of the palace, the Lord spoke to him. Go back and tell him that I've added 15 more years to his life. Wow. Because his conscience pricked him to know, I need to do something. This thing is not right. When Nathan, the prophet, came to tell David that you, <laughs> he, he just gave him a parable that if a man, if somebody has hundred, so many what, sheep and a visitor comes, a neighbor comes, he wants food to eat, then he goes to take somebody who has one and kills it and gives it to the neighbor. What do you do to such a person? And David said, guys, such a person must be killed. He's a a wicked guy. He's a bad guy. Then the prophet said, you are the one. Me? Yeah, you are about to take somebody's wife. Hey! Something passed through him. You know, and his conscience pricked him. I am doing something wrong. Quickly. 
See, people on fire, their conscience will prick them fast. And they will turn around and move. But people who are not on fire, they go on the same direction till they are killed. So it is not good to be somebody who is not on fire. You will just continue in your sin and you will not even know that what you are doing is wrong. After some time, as you keep doing now, like we say, your conscience is here. You don't even feel it again. And that's it. So when you are on fire, it keeps you uh, awake, your conscience awake. And I told you that even the campus, the reason why they, they, they stay awake as the fire, I mean, the fire is the, and they make sure the fire is still burning is because there are animals around that want to come and attack them. So if they don't keep the fire burning, so long as the fire is burning, the animals know that somebody is awake, so they will not come near. But as soon as the fire dies, you see that a lion will just begin to come. A certain animal will come. So may your fire not go out so that a spiritual lion or spiritual uh, what tiger will come and kill you. And I told you that Bible says that they were calling the beast of the field. Come and devour. The people are sleeping. They love to sleep. They love to slumber. They love lying down. But that shall not be your story in the name of Jesus. Number two, we said that we need fire so that it will melt our heart into the love of God. When you have fire, it doesn't matter how hard you are. You shall be melted. Everything has a melting point. When the fire comes, you see that the fire will melt your heart. And the Bible says that because iniquity will abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But fire, anytime wax meets fire, it melts. So no matter how waxed your heart is, when it meets the fire of the Holy Ghost, it will begin to melt. Hallelujah. Number three, we said that to remove the chaff in our lives and I told you last week that every precious thing has chaff around it when you see gold the way you see gold nice like that that's not how gold is in its natural state there's a lot of chaff if you don't take care when you see it you throw it away so what is this nasty throw it away and a lot of people are thrown away because of too much chaff in our lives too much chaff. But when they pass this thing through fire, you will see that all the chaff, all the impurities, everything around it will go. Sometimes as a Christian, as you are growing up, God takes you through the fire so that the chaff in your life will go away. You should be happy. Bible says, I count it all joy. When you go through diverse trials and temptations. The Bible says that it is working in you something. Oh yeah. It is making you become more patient. More uh, what? Humble. What else is it doing for you? It makes you more respectful. Have more fear of God. Everything you are going through is for a reason. To take the chaff out of you. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that who will abide at the day of his coming because he will sit like the refiner's fire and he will pass people through the fire. Now when you are passed through the fire, will you remain, will you come out refined or will you come out totally bent? That is why you need the fire now. To remove all the chaff so that when you are coming out, you rather come out refined. I see you coming out refined in the name of Jesus. That is why I was telling you last week that you must shake the beasts. Shake that beast into the fire. I see the beast being shaken into the fire. 
In the name of Jesus. Whatever beast is in your life tonight, may you shake it into the fire. We shall see your zeal for the Lord. Amen. Oh, I left out something. The first one was to make us attractive. Yeah. So I told you that when you have fire, you are attractive. And Moses was attracted to the fire. Amen. And then also to keep our conscience awake. And then to melt our heart uh, in the love of God. And also to remove the chaff in our lives. Hallelujah. We saw how Isaiah, the angel touches lips with the fire. And he became different. Numbers 31, 23. It says that everything that may abide the fire, you shall make it go through the fire. Yeah. Anything that will abide the fire must, must be made to go through the fire. That is why we take you through fire sometimes. Because if you are going to survive in this church, we will know whether you will survive or not by going through certain fires. Some of you, the, your, your pastor faced you one or two times. We say, Major, sorry, no. Wait, Jawokoy. Stay there. How many here they have faced you before and you had certain thoughts in your mind that, ah, Small church that we have come. Yeah. All of us, we have been faced before. Me too. I've been faced before. Hey. How many have been faced and you have cried before? Yeah. It's all part of the fire. If you are a proper person, you will stay. In fact, you will come out better. Those who are not good people, when they go through this and that's it, they say, we have left the church. I am going to my Roman. You don't want to be faced. He said, I like the scripture. Eh, let me read it again. Numbers 31, 23. Everything that may abide the fire. You shall make it go through the fire. Oh yeah. And it shall be clean. In other words, some things will go out of you. Nevertheless, it shall be purified with the water of separation. And all that abided not the fire, you shall make go through the water. <laughs> it's too nice. Amen. So it's very important that we Take all these things. You see, God wants to make you a vessel that he can use. If you see us standing here as pastors, you see, from where you are sitting to this pulpit, it's very short. <laughs> in the natural, in the physical, it is very short. You walk from here to here. But in the spirit... It is a great journey. The things you have to survive. What have you been through? You cannot be a good pastor if you haven't gone through some things. Oh, yeah. The reason why I can have authority to say some things because whatever you are doing, I have done some before. you. <laughs> Yeah. He said, You are what? A prayer, what? We have been there before. You are an usher. We have done some before. You are what? Sound controller. That's why I can stand here and control the sound and tell them the sound is not good. I can sit in the church and correct the sound. Huh? The word. Yes. I've sat at the reception here. Yeah, uh, when we were colleagues, I was the one at the front desk. Front office. Yes. You didn't know. Yeah. I was the one sitting where Krista sits. I, I, I used to sit there. Receive calls. Give people information. Me. I, I Whatever you are doing, I have done some before. And even more than what you are doing. So, 
when you go through it, it makes you a better person. It's the Bible says so that you'll be clean. There's a scripture in Proverbs 25. I love that scripture. Look at it. Proverbs 25, verse 4. I'm, going to, I'm teaching you how to make, keep your fire burning, but I didn't finish some points last week. Intimidate one on my Proverbs chapter 25, have you found it? And verse 4, look at it. You will like that scripture. What? <laughs> I know what you are thinking. Don't be thinking like that. Don't be thinking like that. Oh, you people, the way your mind is working, I don't like it. Oh, why is your mind working like that? Take away the dross. (laughs) From the silver. Eh? Is that take away the what? The dross. It is not the dross you are thinking about. <laughs> Take away the dross from the silver. Ah, Pastor Gerardo, why are you keeping <laughs> From the silver. <laughs> yes. Okay. And there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. Wow. wow. Take away the dross. The dross. <laughs> The dross is the impurities. <laughs> you people, your mind, what are you thinking about that? The impurities that are in the silver and all that, when they, they, they have a process of separation, so you see that what comes out is called the dross. So, Bible says that, take away the dross, <laughs> and there shall come forth a vessel. The vessel doesn't come until the dross has been taken away. All the impurities have been removed. So before you can have a vessel, I said a vessel, I said a vessel that God can use. First of all, the dross has been taken out. I don't know why you are You can never forget such a scripture. Take away the drawers, and there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. Who is the finer? God. Yeah. He's God, a refiner. He's a finer. That's what we sing that song. Are they fine? 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 Fine, fine. I just they tell them say it be Jesus they make me because he's a finer. It will make you fine. When you read the Bible, you should find a way of enjoying the Bible. Mm. Like when you see verses like this, it's excited. <laughs> Take away the dross that you when you are it's a verse that you cannot forget easily. <laughs> yeah. And they shall come forth a vessel. Oh, I see vessels. Oh, I don't know whether the vessels are. I see vessels for the Lord. God will find you a vessel that He can use. I see the eyes of the Lord moving to and fro. And he's finding you a vessel. Oh, you shall be a vessel. A vessel unto honor that God can use. An evangelistic vessel. A prophetic vessel. An apostolic vessel. A pastoral vessel. A teaching vessel. You shall be that person in the name of Jesus God. So what I'm just doing is helping you to become a vessel. 
for the final. That's why the Bible says that if you will do what? If a man therefore shall purge himself from these things, he shall be what? A vessel unto honor, sanctified, prepared, meat for the master's use. Anybody who says that the Bible is not connected, he doesn't know. We can pick a verse from Old Testament. We can find a corresponding verse in the New Testament. And a thing is established. So the Bible has things. And, and clearly this scripture is showing that when you remove the drops, if a man therefore shall purge himself, he shall be a vessel for the finer. May you be a vessel for the final. In the name of Jesus. Wow. I told you last week about the, the, the crude oil, isn't it? Yeah. As it goes through the refinery, there's a place in Tema called Tema Oil Refinery. The fire at the place, it is not a small fire. It is a fire at a thousand degrees. Mm-hmm. Some of you small fire, you can't handle it. But if you want to become a certain type of person, you need a certain fire. The crude oil will be changed. Anything crude in your life, I see changing in the name of Jesus. Some of you are too crude. When they say you are crude, do you understand? We are raw. Still, a, 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 from the place. Still, because some of you, the way you even walk tonight, we are too raw. And some of you girls, the way you sit down, Baja. See some brothers to their eyes, they just look at everything. Too, too crude. They are not refined. When you talk, adding into them. That's why no brother is proposing to you. You don't know. You are too raw. Crude. Do you know whether you are crude or you are refined? Yeah. Now, some things nobody will tell you. It's only in the church that we will tell you. Mm-hmm. Like some of you, the smell from your armpit. It is People cannot sit by you. Body odor. Aji baby, ah. You need lime and kama abonwa. Raise your this level. Now the chick, what the chick, what the chick, what the chick, what the chick. When you finish, you you, you smell. One more time. <laughs> Nobody will tell you. But in the church, we will tell you. Fire. Too crude. A grassy waste in it too much. The way, the way you even eat and you chew the food. Are you a cow? <laughs> when you are eating, you make so much noise. And then when you finish, you go in. <laughs> Another reason why you must keep the fire burning is that fire consumes. Yeah. 
Fire will consume you. Second Chronicles chapter 7 from verse 1 to verse 3 says that now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the house. Hey, I've been wondering that what sort of prayer did the guy pray? Prayer that makes fire come from heaven and consume. Charlie, there are prayers and there are prayers. Some of you, your prayers, when you pray, nothing happens from heaven. Hey, may you be someone who prays that fire will come from heaven. Yeah, and it is possible. People have prayed fire has come down from heaven. Elijah prayed fire came down from heaven. Solomon prayed fire came down from heaven. The disciples prayed fire came down from heaven. Fire can come down. Yeah. May we be able to pray that fire will come down. Hallelujah. And the reason why I'm even concerned is the Bible says, and it consumed the sacrifice. When something consumes you, what does it mean? Pardon? It takes over. Yeah. It takes control. So, the reason why you need to be on fire is that it takes control over you. So that it's able to direct whatever you do. Your prayer, your witnessing, your Bible study, everything is fiery. Hmm. Yeah. It's not everything that consumes like that. But fire does that. And that is why you need it. And it can even happen in your bustle that fire has consumed the people. Yeah. So the Bible said, the zeal of thine house has consumed me. In other words, it has taken over me, my life. Yeah. May your bustle members be consumed by the fire. And when it consumes, it consumes everything also about you. All your problems, it will consume it. Every day you are having problems and you alone. It's because there's no fire. When there's fire, all the problems will run away. Number six, fire will warm you up. Wow. Isaiah 44 verse 16. He burneth part thereof in the fire. With part thereof he eateth flesh. He roasted roast. King James said, He roasted roast. And is satisfied. Yea, he warmeth himself. And said, Aha! I am warm. I have seen the fire. How many of you have been cold and you've gone to sit by some fire and you were warming yourself? Yeah. If we don't have fire in the church, people will be cold. Many are cold and a few are frozen. But when there's fire in the church, I said when there's fire in the church, when people come to church, they are not cold. They are on fire. They are warm. I see people who are warm here. I see your heart is warm. Yeah. Because of the fire. The fire. May you be warm from today. And number seven, fire enlightens us. Yeah. Wherever there's fire, there's light. So you find that light comes up. Produces light when there's fire. When you read the word of God, illumination, a certain fire, all of a sudden it opens your eyes. You see how when you see fire, then your eyes opens like that. Yeah. When you read the Bible, there's a certain opening of your eyes, and all of a sudden you begin to see things you didn't see before. So wow, 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 wow. You must be able to read the Bible and have wows. 
There are times I read the scripture and say, wow, what a word, wow. I've never seen this verse before. <laughs> what did you say? Hey, you are not an ambulance. You look at the verse and a verse that you have read over and over and over. All of a sudden, lights. Hey! Somebody come and see a verse. The verse is too powerful. What a revelation. Oh, from tonight, I see people having revelations. May the word be something that comes alive in you. It is only fire that does that. Only fire. Now, how can you keep your fire burning? Go back to that scripture again in Leviticus chapter 6. And um, verse 11. Can you read that scripture for us? Leviticus 6 verse 11. Just want to close in a few minutes. And he shall put off his garments. He shall put off his garments. And put on other garments. Put on other garments. And carry and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. Yes. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. Mm. It shall not be put out. Shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it. Yes. Every morning. Every morning. And lay the burnt offering in order upon it. Yes. And he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offering. Yes. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. Ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. It shall never go out. Now, three things I'm going to share with you. Bishop always says that every good message has three points. <laughs> three things, and don't forget it. Number one, change your garment. What did you say again? He said what? The verse 11, what did he say? He said what? He shall put off his garment. His garment and shall put on other, other garments. Every one of us has a certain garment. It's your makeup. It is the thing that covers you. The thing that envelopes you. If you want to be somebody on fire, change your garment. Some of you, you have a garment of phlegmatism. Do you know phlegmatism? A phleg is somebody who um, <laughs> is a phleg. <laughs> yes. When you hear the word phlegmatic, it's actually, actually from the word phlegm. Phlegm, phlegm. You know phlegm? And then you release it and you put it inside the sink. And some of you is so thick. Sometimes you have to open the tap with a certain pressure to push it. Yeah. That is the garment you are wearing. You are so pragmatic. We need to push you. But say, I de botiano. But you need to change that garment. Oh yeah. Oh, if you are going to be on fire for the Lord, you cannot use phlegmatism. Some of you are too phlegmatic. Even when we say, "Shall we all stand?" The way of that two bona was so real. It's as if your buttons is pulling you down to the chair. Change that garment. A garment of always sleeping. It's a sleepy garment. And it is the one bath sorry. 
And when he said, shall we hear the word of the Lord? It's as if, shall we sleep? It's a garment. I said, it's a garment. Ask the next person, what garment are you wearing? A garment of laziness. A garment will say, Anihao. You are so lazy. It's a garment. You must take off that garment. And put on another garment that will make you somebody who is on fire. Oh yeah. Many of us, we have changed our garment too. When you look at us, we look like some this, but we have changed our garment. If you like, don't change your garment and see. You will be there, boom. And this will be passing you by. Bible says that blind Petinius, he was there one day. Everybody was coming, things were happening. And they said Jesus was passing. He said, Jesus is passing. Come on, I need to get my miracle. But you see, if you are phlegmatic, the miracle will pass. The miracle will pass. The miracle will pass. You will never get it. So the guy said, maybe today, I need to change my garment. I cannot wear this garment. And the Bible says, when he heard that Jesus was passing, he shouted. Sometimes you remove that garment. You need to give the Lord a shout. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can be there. Then I'm feeling boom. Does it happen to you too sometimes? So I won't pass away, baby. You need to do something. So hey! So hey! Hey, hey! So hey! Hey, Otherwise, you would be, you would die. Change that garment. The guy said, if I want my miracle, I cannot keep this garment of being phlegmatic around. He shouted. He shouted so much that the people had to stop him. No, become somebody that you are so wild that they will have to slow you down. Rather than being too cool, they will have to hit you up. Which one is better? Too cool that they hit you up. Or too hot that they cool you down. And the Bible says that Jesus stopped. He said, Call that guy. I like that guy. And the Bible says that when they said to him, Be of good cheer, he called thee. The fire made him attractive. He, he attracted Jesus. <laughs> the Bible says that immediately he threw away his garment. Because he knew he was going to wear another garment. Oh yeah. Change your garment. Change it. Otherwise you will never be able to move. This is your garment that you are wearing. Like the, the man at the pool of Bethesda. It's a garment, you know. It was not helping him. 38 years old. People were passing to jump into the water. He will be there. Hey, Like that lady at Obechebi Lamte. I told you that story. Yeah. She was our next door neighbor. We used to live at Domi. There was this woman next door. She was driving at Obechebi. She was just the Obechebi. If you are phlegmatic, you can go. She was there and cars were passing. I said, hey, <laughs> It is your phlegmatism. Take off your garment. Take off that garment. Your background can be a garment. Yeah. Some of you, where you grew up, Ona, you grew up in a certain area. 
where people don't know how to eat, people don't, it's a certain area. There's a way things are done there. But you need to change that way. Some of you, is the way you were brought up. Anytime you are trying, they cool you down. No, no, no. Abrabody. So you too, you have taken it that Abrabody, my brother. When you come, your life, Boko Boko, Boko Boko, I told you Boko Boko. We had a guy in school called Boko Boko. Hey, slow motion is what? People used to say, but I didn't used to believe. He, he'll be walking slowly, but one day I, we were playing football. I was just watching the guy. <laughs> they, they crossed the ball. He was going to play scissor kick. Hey, I've never seen. Uh, so, oh, oh, hey! Was one day when I was watching it, then I understood. Boko Boko. Ask the next person, what garment are you wearing? The second thing to keep your fire burning, and I'm about to close. Burn wood. What did he say? He said the priest shall do what? And he shall and he shall put off his garments and put on other garments and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. Verse 12. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. Mm. It shall not it shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood mm. on it every morning. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. When you research a thing, you wonder that what does it mean? I'll tell you what it means. Proverbs 26 verse 20. The Bible says that. Proverbs chapter 26 and verse 20. Where no wood is, <laughs> there the fire goeth out. Where there is no wood, fire goes. I mean, if you are, if you are, if you are, you have fire and you don't keep putting wood inside, the fire will go out. It says, so where there is no tail bearer, the strife will cease. Mm, there are some people, tail bearers, the fire will cease. It said, as coals are to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man. To kindle strife. <laughs> but it is telling you something about wood and fire. That every time there must be wood. But the question you're going to ask yourself is that what is this wood? Now, look at it. Jeremiah 23, verse 29. He said, It's not my word as a fire. Say the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. So he said, Where there is no wood, there is no fire. It's not my word like a fire. So by mathematical jangbation, the fire, the wood is the word. Easy. I'll give you another verse. Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 9. He said, Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But look at it. But his word was in my heart as a burning fire, shut up in my bones, and I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. Yeah. So he said, I'm not going to preach the word. I'm not going to preach his word. He said, but the word was in me like fire. 
whether I like it or not, the, the word was making me be on fire. I said I will not be an evangelist. But because I have the word in me, the word is making me preach the gospel. I don't want to be a witness. But because of the word, every day I am witnessing. I am preaching the word. I am telling people about Jesus. When you don't have the word, you would not want to be a witness. That is why many of you don't have the souls. But the word will be fire in you. He said, I said, I'm not going to preach again. I'm not going to do witness again, but I couldn't help it. Because there was something in me. When I'm sitting there in the taxi, and I see somebody sitting by me, I say, my brother, are you born again? The fire was burning. When I'm walking in, and I meet somebody at the torture station, ah, I said, I'm not preaching will be burning and I would like to talk to the person about Christ burning ah! it's the word though I tell you people who don't have the word they don't have fire he said it is the word I said I'm not going to preach again but the word in me it was like fire in my bones when I'm sitting down there, he's burning. My dear sister, have you given your life to Christ? You must be born again. Something is burning. Something is burning. Something is burning. Come on, give the Lord a shout. I just love it. I just love it. No, just have more of the wedding. It said the priests must burn wood every morning. Every morning have your quiet time. Just read your Bible. Every morning you'll be on fire. You'll be on fire. Every morning burn wood. What's the wood? Your quiet time. Every morning. Every morning, have your quiet time. Every morning, when you wake up, no Bible, no breakfast. Take your Bible. Read. Find a verse. Read something. Let something enter you. Do they find a verse? Even if it's a quarter verse. Even if it's a half verse. It is a word. It is a wood. It will be burning in you. It will be fire in you. Find something. Read it. find something. You open. No, me when I open, I just see something. Hey, this morning I was reading Ephesians 1.14. It said, and the endness of the spirit. That one alone was enough for me. It was burning me. I said, what the word? Endness of the spirit. Endness. Something. When the Holy Ghost is there, a certain uh, desire, a certain energy. It was fire. It was fire. And the Ghost will bear word. That is why no fire you. When you read the way, it will fire you up. You'll be fired up. You'll be fired up. And number three, prayer. It is the prayer. Many years ago, when ISI started, we were registering some people, and a, a, a lady called, and. Uh, she wanted to register. Oh, can I, can I, I want to register for the ISI. And, uh, so we asked, what is your name? Uh, Cecilia. Hey. hey, sorry, I thought it was a man. Say, so, yeah, it is the prayer. <laughs> Come on, give It is the prayer. I said it is the prayer. I said it is the prayer. I said it is the prayer. You know, when you read the Bible in Acts chapter 2, the Bible talks about the fire of the Holy Ghost coming upon the disciples. But you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, 
You see, that thing is significant because the Bible says that when Jesus died, he, he appeared to the disciples after he resurrected. He appeared to the disciples for 40 days with many infallible proofs to show them that he was alive. 40 days he was around. He didn't check out. 40 days after Jesus resurrected, he was walking around, meeting people. He would meet two men on the road to Emmaus. He would meet this one here, two men, this, that, that, that. Say, so even the two men on the road to Emmaus is a scripture for the word. That when the word is in you, fire will burn in your heart. He was showing himself. Then after 40 days, he told them, Charlie, Mia, I'm going to send the promise of the Holy Ghost. He said, tarry ye in Jerusalem. Tarry. So after he left them, and the Pentecost is the 50th day after the resurrection of Christ. Yeah, that 50, pent, 50. Pentecost, 50. So it was 50 days. So they went to the upper room on the 40th day and they started praying. Waiting for the promise. And this, the first day morning, they started. Uh, uh, Father, the promise, the, the promise, uh, the promise. Uh, one hour pass, the promise. Uh, two hours pass, the promise. Uh, five hours pass, uh, the promise. Uh, ten hours pass, uh, the promise. Uh, twenty hours pass, uh, the promise. He uh, he Oh God, the promise, the promise. Hey, 24 hours passed. The promise. The second day came. The promise. And they were praying. I'm sure people like Thomas. They came to Peter and said, Charlie Peter. The way it is, uh, we have been praying to 24, 48 hours. Oh. There's no sign of this promise. Oh. Are you sure this promise will come? I'm sure Peter said, Ole Noko. Let's just continue praying. The promise. The promise. The promise. And we're praying. He cut up. I'm sure. Bartholomew came and said, Charlie Peter, Holy Noko. Four days new, we have been praying. So I promise here. What kind of prayer that we can pray for? One promise. But the day of Pentecost had not fully come. So they had to continue praying. The promise. They prayed. The fifth day. I like it. The Bible says that. And they were in the upper room praying. And the women also. Acts chapter 1 verse 14. And the women also. I don't know why the Bible emphasized that. But it looks like women. You must be part of the prayer. Hey, you need to arise and pray. But you see, even if you are in the kitchen and you are cooking, you can be praying. Standing in front of the mirror doing
when the day of Pentecost is fully come. Sometimes when you wake up in the morning, I don't know whether it happens to you, but it happens to me. Sometimes when you wake up in the morning, you pray and in shut down here and you papa. You see, you'll be scratching yourself. Should I go and poo poo? They go and sit on the poo The prayer is a. Uh, the other day, <laughs> my daughter said something as I laughed. I <laughs> woke up to, to bath. <laughs> she said, Daddy, <laughs> my eyes are still sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, my other body is awake, but my eyes is. <laughs> my body is awake, but my eyes is still. Safe. So sometimes your eyes are still sleepy. <laughs> but after some time, see that now, if I have after about 30 minutes, 45 minutes, one hour. You will see that the day of Pentecost has fully come. Bible says that they had as it were, the sound of a rushing mighty wind. The Bible says that. And the Spirit of the Lord filled the room where they were. And they saw on each and every one of them clothing tongues of fire. You can pray and fire will come upon you. You can pray and be charged. You can pray and be on fire. I see a people praying. I see a people on fire. I see a people who are praying. And I see the Holy Ghost fire. Baptism, I don't like it. I want fire. I want fire. And so the Bible says, and Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heavens open. Today I see somebody. together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Before we take our seats tonight, if you are here, somebody invited you, but you are not saved, you are not born again. It's better to give your life to Christ and be on fire now than to go into hellfire. Tonight, if you are here, you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Tonight, if you're here like that, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand up above your head. God bless you. Let it go up. Let it go up. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. I want you to come to me in front here. Come, my brother. Come to Jesus. Come from the back. Come to Jesus. Come all the way. Tonight is a night. 
Jesus. All to be my blessed Savior. I surrender all. Tonight, lift up your two hands. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you. Say, Satan, from tonight, I will no longer follow you. I belong to Jesus. And I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.